You're listening to More Than a Song, Episode 9. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. This week, our song brings us to a story in the Gospels to meditate on. The story is rich with meaning, and the song can draw us back to our time of meditation this week every time we hear it. I'll be covering the memory verse at the end of this episode this week, because we will be focusing on a chunk of scripture, and then rather than using the verse to launch us into that chunk, we'll use it as a wrap-up and a powerful reminder. But if you watch the video I have posted in the show notes with members of Hillsong discussing their story behind the song, of course the song this week is Oceans, Where Feet May Fail, you will hear mostly about how the song came together musically and lyrically. They really talk about that. So if you're interested in that, it is an interesting discussion as to how the music and the lyrics and all of that kind of came together. But tucked in that discussion is this statement. It is a song about stepping into the unknown. And it's a song about faith and about raw trust. Of course, they say it in their wonderful Australian accent. But the inspirational biblical account of this Well, it's Jesus walking on water and calling Peter to do the same. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep. So the biblical account of this, where this song is talking about, is told in Matthew 14, where it says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind... He was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, if you're pulling out your Bible, obviously probably not doing that right now. I realize that by listening to a podcast, you're probably doing something else. But when you get to a place, remember, 
I'm, I'm doing this podcast to inspire you to pick up your Bible during the week. So I hope you're not using it as a devotion for the week, but as something, a jumping off point, a place to say, where in the world do I start reading my Bible? And I'm hoping that you'll use this podcast as a place to start. Uh, but if you look at the context, if you look at the story right before what's happening here in the verses that I just read you, you'll see that Jesus just fed the 5,000. And one of the ways to be able to do that, you don't have to read the whole story. In your Bible, um, you're going to have just different headings. Even on the online versions, you'll see they break it down into different headings. And so you can just look at the heading right above the section that we just read, and it'll talk about the fact that Jesus just fed the 5,000. And so just after this begins our scripture this week. And so I really want you to think about the context and as because I'm going to ask you to really meditate on this chunk of scripture that I just read to you this week. And so you'll see that it says immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him while he dismissed the crowd. So he had just fed 5,000 people, 5,000 men plus women and children and uh, from just a few loaves and fishes. And if you have never read that story, I encourage you to do that. It's pretty amazing. But having said that, so here is this most amazing thing that just happened. The disciples were all there. They're coming off this huge high of, of seeing this miraculous event of 5,000 men plus women and children being fed from just a few loaves and fishes that, that just kept multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. The Bible says that there were baskets full left over after they had fed everyone until they were full. And so they had just come off of this huge ministry high, and, and then they Jesus said, go on ahead, you cross the lake. And uh, they're out there in the middle of the lake when the storm rises up. And then, of course, you you heard the scripture I was just reading to you. And so uh, just th- I want you to think about that, that context, because that's going to help you, even though we're going to, I'm going to ask you to really meditate on this section of scripture. You have, you have to think about the context around it to really get the full picture. So I do want to talk about the fact that I, I'm hoping that you have developed or will begin to develop a daily reading habit. Um, there's really no rule as to how much you need to read. And I'm talking about your Bible, a daily Bible reading habit. And of course, there's no hard and fast rule as to how much you need to read each day. But there are several ways to engage scripture. And I want to highlight those uh, this week because we're, I'm going to ask you to do uh, one tactic this week. But first of all, you can just you can just read scripture. I encourage you to have that daily reading habit. And you'll do that by just setting an amount of time per day. And here's where I may, um, you, you might just go, whoa, I wasn't ready for that. I'm, I'm encouraging you to set amount of time. I'm saying like 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes a day. That's one sitcom show. That's uh, one section of time of sitting in front of Facebook or social media or something like that. That's just 10 minutes more than this podcast Um, and I, the reason I'm encouraging you to read for a certain period of time, and if you cannot commit to something like that and you know, you're going to fail, you, you can schedule 15 minutes, but I really wouldn't do less than that. And what I'm saying is don't, don't say I'm going to read so many chapters today. Just schedule a period of time, sit down, look at the clock and say, okay, I'm going to read for 15 minutes or I'm going to read for 30 minutes and really invest that time. Because when you do that, you're going to see 
that you're going to be more engaged in the stories that you're reading. You're going to see some of those bigger picture ideas kind of jump out at you. And um, you're going to, you're going to, like I said, you're going to get more engaged with the story. They're really going to come to life by spending more time uh, reading. So that's, again, one way of engaging scripture is just to read it. And so you're just going to read and keep reading for a set period of time. Another way is to study scripture. And I do some of this for you each week when I take a word from scripture and then point you to a word study. Or perhaps I'll tell you a little bit about the background of what's happening in the times surrounding our focus verses. And so study will come out, you know, maybe you're saying, okay, I'm going to read for a certain period of time on Monday and Tuesday. And then whatever jumps out at me, I'm going to spend some more time studying. Or I'm going to read Romans this week and I'm going to do a little bit more background study to understand, uh, maybe read some commentaries, maybe look up, some, do some word studies and things like that, where you're really trying to pick apart and, and study what you're reading. So that's the second way. The, another way to engage scripture is to memorize it. And I, I hope that you're doing this this week, each week. You can use the memory verse resources. I give my email subscribers free memory verse resources every week. And I personally am using my own tool. So I download that memory verse wallpaper onto my lock screen of my phone and my tablet so that every time I turn it on, that verse pops up at me. I can read it. I can say it to myself. I encourage you to say it with the reference. And I'm just tucking God's word into the depths of my heart. So again, um, if you want to subscribe to my email list, you'll get those memory verse resources for free. And uh You can even print out the memory verse resources to put in key places or, again, use the desktop wallpapers or iPhone or tablet wallpapers. Finally, the final way I'm going to discuss today of a way to engage scripture is to meditate on it. Now, when speaking of meditation, I'm not talking about sitting cross-legged and humming a low note. I'm, I'm talking about pondering and thinking about it deeply. You kind of just let it roll around in your mind. You use your imagination to allow it to come alive. And so for true meditation to occur, you really can't just read through it and then move on. So remember, we started out by saying just read, read for 30 minutes. That's reading. That's really not meditating. And we really need to engage scripture in all four ways that I've discussed today. But you need to to meditate. You need to read and then reread it. And so oftentimes, deep meditation on a section of scripture will lead to memorization because you spend so much time there. But what I'm talking about is read it, read it every day, think about it, ponder it, roll it around in your mind. Now, the theme verse for my podcast, More Than a Song, is Psalm 119.15. And it says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. And if you do a word study on the word meditate, you will find that it can be translated to sing, which is why I believe using Christian music to point us back to scripture is so powerful. You can use the singing as a way to meditate. So you can use the song this week to meditate on this scripture, but you're not going to be able to use the song alone. You really will have to read and reread this section of scripture this week to meditate on it. So again, that's my challenge to you this week. Meditate on this section of scripture. And I've got some ideas for you. First, read it daily. Read it to yourself. Read it out loud. 
Have your kids read it. Have the Bible app read it. Have your spouse or significant other read it. Have a friend read it to a friend. Have a friend call you up and read it to you. But read it daily. And then I want you to ponder it. I really want you to pick apart what's happening here. And I could do this for you. I could tell you what I'm picturing, what I'm seeing in my mind as I'm reading that section of scripture. But I really want you to do it. I want you to ponder it. Think about what would it be like to be one of those disciples in that boat? What, what do you see? What do you smell? What are you hearing? Just ponder it. And then I would like you to journal about it. Write down the thoughts that you're thinking of as you're pondering it. Or journal about something in your life that you can relate to this scene. Maybe you can relate to the storm. Maybe you can relate to the fear. Maybe you can relate to stepping out into the unknown. Maybe you can relate to coming off of this huge ministry high or or a high of a wonderful experience in your life, going out to the next thing and experiencing a storm. Whatever it is, journal about, write down what you're thinking and what you're pondering and how this is really as you're meditating on this. And then I, this might, this might be outside of your comfort zone, but consider writing out a drama, kind of fill in the blanks. And I'm not talking about adding to scripture. I'm really talking about making it come alive. Uh, I did this when I was uh, growing up, I had the opportunity to memorize huge sections of scripture through um, a competitive Bible quiz. Um, And one of the things that we did was, of course, we're memorizing huge sections of scripture. And so it can become very rote experience. And so one of the things that our Bible study teacher did was they said, listen, you write a story using the scripture as the basis. And you can even, you know, but fill in the blanks, write a story, talk, you know, describe the scene, uh, describe the boat, talk about what they're wearing. Think about, like I said, when you're pondering it, think about what you're smelling and seeing and hearing and tasting and all of those things. So it might be outside of your comfort zone, but it might just be the ticket to making this section of scripture come alive so much so that you will never forget what you've read here. And God can really begin to open up your, the Holy Spirit can open up your heart and teach you things that you never would have been able to be taught had you not spent some time there. Um, If you're going to do this, one of the things I suggest is listening to epic music while doing it. I have a Pandora station. It's called Epic Soundtracks. And uh, it's just all of these epic sounding songs that are happening in some of these dramatic movies that are out there. And so again, that music does something to you. It can kind of build and you can feel this sense of what's happening. And then finally, I would consider watching a video of this scene. The Son of God uh, movie came out and also the Bible series. And I'm going to put a link in in the show notes to the YouTube video. But I really want you to do this last because I feel like um, although it is very compelling and I think it kind of makes it come alive and all of that, I really, if you do some of these other steps like reading it daily and pondering it and journaling about it and maybe even writing your own dramatic story, um, filling in the blanks a little bit, trying to make it come alive, I think that if you do that yourself, that'll be a lot more meaningful. But in the end, towards the end of the week, Click on that YouTube link because it's um, pretty compelling to see it in action, to see it on video, 
And I think that's kind of how we're wired these days. Listening to this podcast for 20 minutes does not replace spending time in God's word on your own. And I know I just mentioned that, but God has something he wants to say to you. And my job is to point you to the one who wants to be yours and wants you to be called his. And so I can't do this exercise for you this week. When it comes to study, I can do some of the heavy lifting. I can do some word studies for you. But when it comes to meditation, that task is going to be on you. And so um, maybe I can give you an insight as to how this scripture and this song impact me as I sing and meditate upon it. And of course, um, this podcast really is my current great unknown where feet may fail. There's a big difference between thinking God may want you to do something and then stepping out into it or feeling like this is the fullness of time. This is the moment that I need to step out into this. But here in Oceans Deep, I have found him in deeper ways than I have before. I call on his name daily because I uh, take this a personal responsibility for what I'm saying. I want to say truth and speak truth and I want to speak what he wants me to speak because I have no idea who's on the other side of this microphone. And so uh, like I do, I seek him daily. I want to walk where he's led me. I want to go as deep as he wants me to go. And like Peter, when my eyes are fixed on Jesus, I can walk into places that should seem impossible. I recently heard Mandisa give a TEDx talk, and I'll link to it in the show notes. She talks about the world's boundaries versus God's boundaries. And for Peter and for us, of course, walking on water, it's a boundary placed on us by our physical world. There is a physical boundary to doing that. But with God, nothing is impossible. And he's calling me out into the impossible. And I really need to keep my eyes fixed on him or I might sink. And those are some of the things that I've been thinking about. Our song even speaks of this when it cries out. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would come me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith In the scripture, when Peter saw the wind, he became afraid and he began to sink. And he's a human, just like me. And so something distracted him. It drew his attention away from Jesus. And then he experienced fear and doubt and began to sink. And for me, um, I had some early success with this podcast. There were my, my first few steps out into the water. I was on fi- eyes fixed on Jesus and, and stepping out into places unknown. And then I let um, some slowly dropping download statistics, uh, my very level Facebook page, just not knowing what my next step should be, act like a flash of lightning and a clap of thunder. It's just is trying to draw me away and keeping my eyes off of the author and finisher of my faith. And so if he wants to call me out into the middle of a storm before he calms it, I need to trust him. He just fed 5,000 men and women and children, for goodness sake. And I can't trust him to call me out into unknown places and care for me. His sovereign hand will be my guide. He has never failed me and he won't start now. I know who I am. I am his and he is mine. 
I need to be faithful to do the something that he's called me to do. And then he will be faithful to do the rest. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders, without boundaries, with earthly boundaries or internal boundaries. My faith will be made stronger when I allow him to lead me into unknown territory, into even deeper waters. It reminds me of teaching my girls to swim. Why should they be more afraid of the deep end than the shallow end, uh, a shallower end, when they can't touch in either place? They have to swim uh, in the middle of the pool and in the very deep end of the pool. The deepness of the water should not matter to them, but it does. And if God wants to call me out on top of the water, should it matter if it's deeper than it was before? But that's just me. I, I want God to speak to your spirit. I want you to meditate on it. How does, th- how does this scripture impact your story and where you are at this point in life? Before I wrap up and get to our memory verse for the week, I want to address the style of this song for a moment. And the song is a soulful cry for growth and grace And there are times when we need to quiet ourselves and allow our soul to cry out to God in worship and surrender. Music does this in a very powerful way. There's just a rhythm that happens in a prayer or a cry out to God that allows those notes to kind of mingle in with our spirit. Like in the repeat section that builds and builds at the end of this song. grandmother talked about a song that they would sing in her church. Now, she would rather sing old hymns. They're full of doctrine. They're robust and the words are really meaningful to her. And they're more familiar to her than some of these new songs. And I think ultimately that they mean more to her because this was the soundtrack of her journey with her Savior when she became a Christian. And that there was a popular song at the time that had a repeat in it. It said, I can sing of your love forever. And she mentioned one day that she didn't mind the new music, but that she was pretty sure that the young people that led worship that morning could sing of his love forever, forever. So I don't know about you. Maybe you don't like the repeat at the end of this song where they sing um, that repeat six times. 
But sometimes I need a six-time repeat. My mind is spinning with what's going on in my life, and it takes to the sixth time to finally get my mind and my spirit singing together. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. I encourage you to watch the acoustic version of this song on YouTube. It shows the musicians and singers that they're kind of in an informal setting, and they're truly just opening up and worshiping God from the depths of their being. And if you've never experienced that kind of worship yourself, it's the perfect song to try it. You know, you can do it on your own, in your car, in your home. If you're in a corporate worship setting, maybe they might sing it at church on Sunday. But just let go. Just let go and cry out from the depths of your being for God to lead you. And it'll be so much more meaningful after you've spent a week of meditating on this scripture that we read at the top of this episode. You may realize that God is calling you out on the waters. Perhaps it is your first step of faith. He might be calling you to accept his free gift of salvation and follow him today. Perhaps it is to step out in ministry or work or any manner of ways that he's calling you. But when you see him walking up to your boat in the middle of a storm and calling out to you, then you just might need this week's memory verse. Matthew 14, 27 But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Now the Greek, I can't leave of course without doing a little bit of a word study, but the Greek word for take courage here is tharseo. Showing boldness as the result of the Lord infusing his strength by his inworking of faith. Showing boldness as the result of the Lord infusing his strength by his inworking of faith. You don't have to muster your own courage. He will give you his. Allow him to call you out in faith and raw trust and cry out to him this week using this song and meditating on our scripture. Just a few quick announcements as we wrap up today's episode. More Than a Song is still featured in the new and noteworthy section of Christian podcasts in iTunes. And it's because you're downloading, listening, reviewing, and sharing. So in honor of that, I want to personally thank you by name for reviewing the podcast in iTunes. So thank you this week to Mary Lou, an overcomer like me, and the Dawn of San Juan for reviewing the podcast this week. Your reviews are appreciated and your encouraging words are cherished. Thank you for reviewing. My listenership has more than doubled because of people like you taking the time to type in a review. So again, thank you. And if you take the time to review my podcast on iTunes, I will take the time to personally thank you. Another way to share this podcast is through the quick links at the top of each episode. You can share this episode via Facebook, Twitter, or email just by clicking the link found at the top of this week's post. Just go to michellekneesat.com forward slash nine. I am on Facebook and Twitter. I'd love for you to follow me there. There are quick links at the top of my homepage, so while you're there sharing this episode, click to follow me. 
Finally, I create weekly memory verse resources exclusively for my mailing list. Be sure to sign up by giving me your name and email address, and you will be notified each Monday when a new episode is posted, and it will include a link to free memory verse wallpapers and printables that I talked about on today's episode. The sign-up box for that is on my homepage as well. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. My next podcast will be on My Lighthouse by Wren Collective. If you have a question or comment on this song, please leave me a voicemail message at michellekneesat.com forward slash podcast question. If you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to michellekneesat.com forward slash nine, where you'll find the show notes for this episode. Scroll down to the comment section. I would love to hear from you. Comment, question, or whatever. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways. Thank you.